0: hey parents welcome back to the video now this week we have something very amazing as someone is super awesome that I have the privilege uh, to have on the show this particular way um, she's actually a role model for me as well she's also a coach to me and um, it's someone that I've got the chance to learn from and also develop myself thanks to this person's wisdom this person right here beside me uh, is not only someone that is young at heart Young in soul, but has been someone that is very wise and very capable in transforming not only her own life but also the people around her, helping parents, teachers, educators. And even children from all walks of life, from as young as like five years old to as old as mountains, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the amazing thing is, um, this person not only is super amazingly intelligent, uh, not only she's a, uh, JPA award scholarship uh, scholar, she's also a PhD holder. Not only is she intelligent on her mind, but also in a soul. She is also a beauty queen pageant, uh, a very talented dancer, uh, an amazing passion loving mother uh, a very powerful direct and focused coach speaker entrepreneur and author now if i were to do her introduction i will not be able to finish if you want to get to know more about her let's get to know the person behind all these credentials ladies and gentlemen please put your hands together for the one and only dr elaine Thank thank you so much for being with us today now um this week is very very exciting because I got the opportunity to get you to sit down together with our parents to focus on something that's very powerful because in all the years of experience what you've been doing you've been helping children and parents together to transform their lives to be able to live a happy fulfilled and successful life together it's not about the parents sacrificing themselves just for the children or it's not just the child sacrificing themselves for their parents is the ability to put two to two together and at the end of the day it's less sacrifice less point to sacrifice and more points to enjoy in life and you wrote an amazing book an amazing book that i would say it's like a holy bible for every parent out there Um, if you are a parent young or old, seasoned or not seasoned, you need to get a copy of Dr. Elaine's book. It's called Prison Child. And Prison Child is an amazing book. And you know what, rather than me ramble on because I'm a fanboy, I would rather have the person that wrote the book share a little bit about it. Now, Doctor, could you please share, why did you write the book Prison Child? Why was it so important for you to put so much energy and effort, because I know you took a lot, a lot of energy getting this book completed. Why is it so important, and why do they need to get a copy?
1: Right. First of all, thank you, Webby, okay, for having such a long credential about me. Uh, indeed, fanboy, but I am also a fan of him. Now, uh, before I actually go into this book, let me just share with you all how did we actually get together. It's because we share the same vision. We share the same passion that we really want to advance humankind for betterment. So that clicks us together, and that really allows us to make greater changes, regardless of um, teachers, you know, parents, and our students. So talking about this book, I think the greatest motivation that got me to publish this book, it's really to help parents, not to make the same mistake in a vicious cycle you may think that what kind of mistake that a parent could have made mm. well if we follow generation after generation the things that we pick which is positive Definitely a positive impact. Mm. But what about those which we do not know we are not doing it right? Mm. And that's the critical thing. Mm. So because we are so used to it, you know, subconsciously, that's what our parents did to us. Let us just follow through. Mm. But there is something that we do not know what we do not know. Mm. And that's very dangerous. Mm. And that's why I I label it. I put the title as prison child.
0: Mm. Yeah. And prison child is a very very good metaphor because the prison child can be the children that is the ones that we are taking care of, or it can also be us ourselves, the parents. And it's not that you do not want to be free, it's not that you don't want to be going out there and great all these amazing things, it's sometimes because you're stuck. And that's what I realised about the book. The book is also a great way to help an individual, not just to be a great parent, but to be a great person yourself. And one thing that I noticed that you mentioned just now was um, a lot of parents, They are taking the cue of being a parent from their parents. Mm -hmm. So, what happened is when they see what their parents do, they model, they copy, and then they follow through with it. Sometimes parents also notice certain things that their parents did that they are not too happy with. And a lot of times, consciously, parents will say, I will not do that to my child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, as they are parenting their child, somehow, somewhere, they actually do it. Sometimes, at a way that harms their child even more than themselves last time.
1: Well, I think the even more comes from a point whereby, if for example, I dislike my parents' style of parenting, Mm. and I will actually do the extreme side, Mm. which is the total opposite. Mm. But we know that things need to go in moderation. Mm. We cannot go, you know, the the two spectrums of ends, but we need to have the moderation, Mm. and that's where we need to know how to balance things up. Correct. Yeah, because sometimes if we really dislike that person. Whatever that person do, does X. We just don't want to follow. Mm. We just detest about it. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. So, so I think uh, we really need to know what is the fundamental principle that we do not conform to the norm. Mm. Yeah, mm. because what passed down generation after generation have become has become the norm mm. and we need to know is that norm really suitable in the 21st century mm. yeah mm. you know well, there are many parents who always come to me you know last time oh, my parents didn't have such issue to educate mm. ah, but I, I it seems that I have large difficulty to educate my children mm. to nurture my children why is that so mm. so uh, the very first question was did you use your phone when you were young at the age of three years old, mm. they're swiping their phone
0: already. Yeah, parents tend to give the screen to the child to keep them quiet right. and occupied while the parents do other stuff. Yes. Uh, it's not that parents want to like brainwash their children. Sometimes they just use that because it's a convenience. convenience. But this is something that's quite interesting because um, so many times we notice this pattern in the education industry where mm-hmm. once upon a time, parents take the responsibility to come up and say, Teacher. I will take care of my child's values Mm -hmm, and growth. mm -hmm. Teacher, I need you to teach and help them get educated. Mm -hmm. And as time progresses, after talking to so many educators, today, Mm -hmm. they realize a shift. Mm -hmm. The shift where a lot of parents are coming to teachers and say, hey, this is my child, fix them to the point that they expect teachers to be the magical uh, wizard and to transform the child from not just the intellectual, but also the interpersonal part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And do you think that is true?
1: Well, I think as a parent, I must talk on behalf of them. Yes. <laughs> in a in, in, in sense of, you know, not that they want to put a responsibility to the educators. Mm. Um, somehow or rather, from the economical aspect, where two people need to work and they bring the money into the household Mm. and what they can do is to generate that kind of um, working nature and added on job description Mm. to our 21st century educators. Mm. So since they need to bring the income into the household, it would be great that teachers can actually take such responsibility. Mm -hmm. Nonetheless, I am an educator too. Mm -hmm. So now I have to speak from the educator's perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Is that, yes, we can actually be the one who hold hand in hand with the parents. Mm -hmm. But if just one hand without the parents cooperation or in sync with the alignment, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It has to be from both sides. So it is important.
0: The wise words of saying that you need two hands to clap. Right. And it's very interesting because I was playing the devil's advocate just now with that particular point of view, and I'm very happy that you share from two perspectives. And I think that reflects from what the author of the book. (laughs) Because in the book, it shares step by step on how an individual can be able to stay calm Mm -hmm. and to look at certain issues or certain things that's happening at different angles. Mm -hmm. Because in the book, it talks about the angles of how parents are feeling, because certain things that parents do is out of positive intention. And it's sometimes the same thing with the kids as well. The things that they lash out, the behaviors that comes out is also based on a positive intention, but it might not be the right action. So what happens is the book shares very clearly about steps when steps on how to be calm to assess the situation and then be able to use questioning skills, Mm -hmm. to use uh, certain modalities to be able to communicate with one another. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that the book goes in stage by stage. Before you go to working with the child, you work with yourself first. Mm -hmm. And you're allowing the child to break out of this prison of thinking of themselves as being not good enough. Mm -hmm. Because we notice that um, as much as parents want to help their children, I have hear so many cases where mums and dads come to us and they feel disappointed with themselves. Because as much as they work super hard, like you mentioned, their, their number one goal is to give their children the very best. And as they are working hard, their idea is I give them the best money can buy. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they also realize that's missing something. They are exchanging something for something else. And um, what would you advise parents with that? Because parents realize there's a void, there's an emptiness there mm-hmm. that they need to fill up. But maybe they don't realize what it is. What would you answer to them?
1: Okay, let's just imagine every child comes to this world mm. as if it's, a, it's an empty piece of land. Mm. And as parents, we are the architect to build the building, mm. whether it's a short building, or a tower, or any kind of design. It's really up to the parents and based on their blueprints mm. and to build it. You see. Mm. So somehow or other, we always see what is above the land. Mm. But in order to build a structure, a strong building you need the
0: fundamentals fundamental, the foundation, the
1: foundation mm. okay so we, we i think nowadays parents put a lot of focus on what we can see mm. for example academic result mm. is it something tangible mm. oh, yes. yes of course. Um, they are able to speak um, in front of public is it visible oh, very yes. much uh, whether can they play good piece of piano mm. music is, is it visible yes so whatever they see very clearly in front of them, which they think that they have done a good job as a parent, yeah. it's vividly in front of them as time goes by Correct. with their structure in front of them. Correct. But why is this century of you know um, reach of knowledge and skills everywhere, but the internal the internal um, feeling of a child is so fragile. Mm. The emotion is so fragile. Why mm. is that so? It's because we have neglect the fundamental, the pillar down there, Mm -hmm. under the soil that we couldn't see. Mm -hmm. So no matter how much you send children to classes, tuition, enrichment program, grabbing strings of A's, Mm -hmm. but without carrying the fundamental emotional aspect, this building will not be strong. Mm -hmm. And it will actually topple easily and that's why parents come to us that they feel disappointed after years of nurturing a child Correct. why is this child such rebellious mm. why is this child you know getting good academic results but they do not know how to handle their life mm. it's because they neglect the fundamental side which Correct. is that emotion the inner side and the, so that's why this prison child is not a physical prison it's the emotional prison yeah which i think parents really need to look into this aspect
0: Mm-hmm. I, I actually support that idea very much mm-hmm. because to build a strong building, you need the strong, very, very strong foundations. Uh, it's even more the foundation than the building itself right. because the buildings can be broken down and then rebuilt again. Um, the question is a lot of people don't realize this, mm-hmm. and it's actually up to us, the educators, to spread the news. And it's actually very, I'm very happy because as much as got to learn about this in psychology classes Uh, it took us about six months to teach us about developmental psychology where at different stages of the child's growth and development they learn differently and they develop themselves differently Mm -hmm. the problem is parents are not informed about important facts like this and with lack of that information it gives them less opportunity to take the right action steps Mm -hmm. and again it goes back to the same thing that we mentioned earlier on they model what has been happening in their past life with their pet families. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, it's actually a great thing that we have technology today. Right. As much as people want to blame technology for a lot of the things that are not good, but technology is also a, a reason for a lot of great yeah, things that the, happen. That double H that. Correct, yeah. and it's, it's a very good metaphor because technology is a representation of life. Mm-hmm. Everything that we have in life is like a tool that helps bring from where we are to where we want to go. The only problem is, are we well-equipped? Are, do we have the fundamentals internally, mentally? and also ethically the standards that we have to balance it out, to utilise the tools and resources to go forward. Uh, I think Tony Robbins says this very much, it's not about the resources that helps you, it's about the ability to be resourceful, right. to get things done, and and it's like our viewers right now, parents that are watching this video, it's not that they have nothing else to do in their life, it's not like they have all the time on the world to, to do, watch a video of two people talking, <laughs> but the reason why you're watching is because maybe deep down you realise something can be better or something needs to be changed, mm-hmm. and you're watching, you're looking for resources to help you. Make your family a better family. Right. And, and I, uh, I'm very appreciative of you watching this video because um, so many times we see amazing change in the families that we work with when not just the kids open up, it's the parents. Indeed. Because so many times we work with so many kids, it has never been an issue. Yes. <laughs> kids are the easiest people to work with because one of the things is like, they are in a stage where they're very malleable. As long as they get the fundamentals, they are feeling love. Mm. They are feeling protected. They are feeling connected. They will be willing to go the distance. Mm. And I think that's one of the special things that your book also shares. How to actually develop the connection to have love, mm-hmm. the connection to have the communication to be understood, the connection for you to feel safe in that relationship, and and. I, as much as I've learned all this, you've been able to put it in a simple language for me to like, oh yeah, that's a good point. And, and it helped me explain to many parents that I work with as well. Mm-hmm. And, and the amazing thing is sometimes it's one or two ideas that opens the, the door to amazing things in the family. Um, now, I, I think I think a lot of parents out there they, they are sold, the idea is there. It's like, yes, I know this is important, I appreciate that. Could you share maybe one or two things that you notice has been an issue in parenting today? Mm-hmm. That like parents can notice, and maybe one or two tips of how they can actually utilize simple steps that they can actually start making a change for their family. Mm.
1: Mm. Um, let me share one, which is typically heard from parents, which mm. is the addition to gadgets.
0: Oh my gosh! Yes, that's so true. <laughs> okay, uh, but not just to the kids. <laughs> to yeah, the parents as well. <laughs>
1: so, I. I from the parents' perspective, we are so used to technology. Even at you know at meal time, you know that that's what I always do. It's just so in me. Whereby right? okay, whenever I have my then my eyes will just like mm, okay, mm, okay, alright. You can see tables or families they are having their phones, adults and and, yep. and children. Yep. So uh, the very very simple thing is that if you we were to eliminate, it's impossible. Mm. To be very frank, mm. it's impossible to eliminate mm. technology using phones and gadgets because yep. what we mentioned is a double-edged sword. Why not we actually utilize the positive side? Okay. Mm. So, But one thing is that in order to build a good family culture, you can use your phone for whatever reasons. You got work or say uh, for our students they need to actually study, research mm. or whatever. During mealtime, that is the best time. Even if it's one hour a day, it's good enough for them to put their phone away mm-hmm. and just have pure communication during mealtime. Mm-hmm. You, you know you know what's the uh, subliminal message that we, we send to our children? Say, for example, you ask the children not to play the phone. OK, the children follow suit. They obey. Then the parents actually still handling you know, certain things. And then the children will be asking, Daddy, you are also using the phone. Then you say, yeah, work, work, it's important. I have to reply. I mean, that's unavoidable sometimes. But the message, the subliminal message that you send to children, okay, whatever it is, Daddy's job is more important than me. So when this child grows into teenage phase, this teenager will also be thinking, my friend, my work, my interest is more important than daddy mm-hmm. because this is what the message that he has received so that's why we don't say that sentence if the child really asks the first very first step you need to do is just to put off the phone mm-hmm. and let's talk, mm-hmm. let's communicate that's one very simple gesture that everyone can do
0: it's amazing how some small actions can give such a big impact in the individual. It's very similar to uh, the kids. They are hungry for something. They're hungry for the parents' attention rather than politely asking, Mommy, can you spend some time with me? A lot of them, they act up. They do things that might irritate the parents. Right. They do things that might upset the parents. Not because they want to really hurt their parents, but because they are longing for the attention yes. from parents. And and that's human nature. A lot of people, they do things with one intention, but their behaviour goes in another way.
1: Because I think the extreme behaviour will catch more, better attention than a good one. And that's what, uh, why they are mischievous kids at school. Mm-hmm. Because being a good student, yes, it's kind of like t- um, teachers take for granted, as a student, you need to be good. Mm. But if I am the mischievous one, I get the whole mm. attention that I need. Yes. Whether I get caved, I get scolded, I don't care. As long as I get the attention, that's correct. more important for an individual. Correct. correct. So yeah, they rather to go that way. I
0: can totally relate <laughs> because when I was growing up, I was a very naughty kid. I was very mischievous and it's not because I want to be bad, it's not because I want to be bad in my teacher's eyes or my parents' eyes, mm. but because they gave me attention. And I didn't realise it that time, I only realised it as an adult mm-hmm. and that's the challenge here it's like a lot of your kids they don't know that they're doing that they don't realise that behaviour and a lot of times something that I I want to bring up um, that I think is very important many of times parents uh, assume Mm. that what their child is doing, the behaviour is what relates to them. It's like the child is doing something naughty, they are naughty. Mm, mm, mm. And um, I would like to say that that's not true, would you agree? I agree. It is not true because what is the behaviour doesn't represent the person. Like a parent, just because you work long hours, it doesn't mean you don't love your family. Mm. It's not the action, it's your intention that is more important. And a lot of times, we got that mixed up. Mm. So one of the things that I hear you mention is if your intention is to have a development in your family and you want the very best for them, you need to start first. And sometimes it's not about changing your whole life. Mm-hmm. It's about changing the small little things. It's about being realistic. It I, I have this metaphor where I say it's like you don't eat the whole apple by putting the whole apple in your mouth. You will actually die choking yourself. So what happens is you eat the apple by biting one bite at a time. Manageable sizes. Mm-hmm. So how about during dinner time, you put your gadgets away, be the role model, put the gadgets away and give yourself the opportunity to be present, right. to be present, not just to your children, to your spouse, to yourself, to mm-hmm. the food in front of you. Mm-hmm. And being present is a very good starting point. Um, it can be half an hour or an hour. And I notice a lot of uh, families, mm-hmm. once they get the ball rolling, they tend to not need the phone anymore. Right. The reason why a lot of people are looking for mobile devices to be stimulating is because that's where they get stimulation. That's where they get the ability to feel good. And if, parents, if you don't realize, there is this particular division in psychology Mm -hmm. that focuses on making games. One of the best paying jobs in a psychologist Mm -hmm. is to make games for game developers. Why? Because it's the psychology of making Mm -hmm. the game so addictive, Mm -hmm. so good in making the person playing the game feel good Mm -hmm. that they would rather forego family work, and anything better in their life to continue playing the games. But that's the thing. It's because sometimes your kids are not getting what they want from you, hence they are addicted to games. Mm. And sometimes as parents, because we're not getting what we want from our kids, Mm. we as the adult, the matured person, fall into that trap as well. So the very first thing we can do is, number one, to be aware of Mm. the situation. It is not that you don't want to have a good family. It's not that your kids don't want to be mm. good kids to you. It's There's this situation where you're not connected. Mm. You're not able to feel the love of each other.
1: I think it's very important that we don't look at addiction to gadget as a problem mm. it is just an effect mm-hmm. it is just a temp- uh, thermometer mm. to let you know that hey the temperature is rising Yes. and if, if the addiction is too deep mm. which means it's really at a critical mode
0: all right it's an indicator to yes. say hey wake up yes. is this the direction you want to go into? Right. so in right. other words it, it's very important Once you, if you realize that you're on the phone too much or your kids are on the phone too much mm-hmm. the very first thing is learn to stop put it down Mm. and give yourself the opportunity once a day to have this communication. And and that will help the ball roll Great, that's a great way to start. But what if, because Mm. I I also hear a lot of cases where parents are having difficulties communicating or relating with their kids already. Mm. Now, once upon a time, this used to be a problem when the child becomes a young teenager. Mm. And it's not because the teenager wants to hate the parents. It's because in the teenager's mind, they assume they learn everything from mommy and daddy. They assume they know everything that mommy and daddy has to offer for them. Mm -hmm. And it's a stage where the child or the teenager wants to become their own person mm. and they are going to go against the parents because they want to be someone else mm. because they've been looking at mommy and daddy all this while now they want something else mm. so they will purposely go against mommy and daddy mm. but in today's world things have changed now with so many reports so many stories about children as young as nine years old eight years old even they are already becoming very uh, against they actually are very wanting to be their own individual and have a lot of fights mm-hmm. with the mummies and daddies. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say is a good advice to help them improve their relationship?
1: I think we need to look from two angles. Mm. Number one is that because of the social media, the globalization, the technology that enable children to get connected so easily, even at the age of seven, I can watch a video about how 18-year-old behave or mm. how 30-year-old you know, uh, act in life. Mm. So that's why the maturity of growing up is so fast, mm. but the thing it doesn't correlate with the mental maturity. Mm. Okay.
0: So it's a mismatch.
1: Exactly. And we can't, as I mentioned, we can't avoid, we can't actually disconnect the uh, 21st century children to watch YouTube. Correct. Correct. Uh, in fact, many children watch YouTube and learn so much.
0: Mm.
1: Okay? Mm. So, okay, since this is unavoidable, let's look at the second aspect. What is the reason that a child would rather learning from others but not their parents?
0: Good question.
1: Okay? Most of the time, if the parents are the role model of the children, Mm. just like why children, teenagers, they like to go for like K-pop or whatever. They have their own. Everything that's trending. Right, because they treat them as their role model. Mm. They always change their fashion, they change their song, they change their dance movement. Mm. It's so up to the beat, you Mm. see. So that's why they, they treat them as their role model. Whatever they do, act and behave, they follow. And why not their parents? Mm. So if we compare, it's because their idol change from time to time. Their parents are the same from the day they're born. Mm.
0: <laughs> so I'm hearing you, but some people might get confused. Uh, some parents might say, what are you asking me to become like the pop star, change my clothing and all that? I'm the mummy, I'm the daddy. How do you expect me to go do dancing and all that?
1: Well, if you can do that, perfect. <laughs> Okay, that's why you can see some, you know, parents that still very heat, very yeah, yeah because they want to get connected with mm. their children. Mm. They they talk the same language. Correct. But if you are not into that, you know, that you don't want to change, you don't want to go that, you know, uh, you know, I'm a profession, I'm a lawyer, I can't dye my hair like that. <laughs> so what can you do? Mm. I think the fundamental here is that you need to allow your child to see you that you are growing, mm. you are improving, mm. you are actually become better. From yesterday. You know, that, that's what I always do before I actually um, step out of my house and be going to school. I always tell my sons that mommy is going out to, to learn today. I'm going for classes. And then when I'm back, I will, I will hug my, my dear boy and say, like, hey, mommy has learned something new today. Or say, for example, mommy is out today to so help other people. So, you know, you, you allow your child to know that you are growing every day. You are living for a purpose. You are helping others. You are contributing to the society. Society. Mm. They see you as a figure, as a role model. Mm. You know, some of the children they give their speeches in, in, in the uh, public speaking platforms that I have, they share their role model, not necessarily K pop star. Mm. They share like uh, Mark Zuckerberg, they share like Steve Jobs, they say like Elon Musk. They share their characteristics. Why these people are their role models? Mm. Because of their perseverance. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I have students who share their role model, parents my parents are my role model and guess what those children who share their parents as their role model they have great relationship with their parents mm,
0: mm. and
1: that makes a difference
0: I will attest to that as well because th- that is a reality that I've gotten the chance to observe um, most of the parents that you just mentioned mm they either have the opportunity to listen to you or get mentored by you as well. (laughs) You see, there is no stopping of learning and growing. And if I'm hearing you correctly, um, I noticed that you mentioned that it's about growth Mm -hmm. and it's also about communication. Mm -hmm. It's like as the parent is doing something that they want to see their child to do. So in other words, it's like being the right type of role model. Uh, Many of times, parents to the child's eyes Mm -hmm. is doing the exact same thing. They call this the broken record. The broken record. It's like parents. If you remember back in the day, right? We don't have CDs and stuff. We have those tape players. It's like, it plays the same thing and same thing and same thing. And if, if you realize, if you catch yourself, what do you do to your kids? You tell them exactly the same thing again and again and again. And in your child, that's what they see you as. Yes. a broken record yes. to the point that they don't realize that you're growing. Mm. They don't realize that you're changing, improving, and get, moving forward. And it's also a problem in Asia because in Asia, um, the cultural point of not sharing mm. about growth and improvement mm. is normal. Whereas in Europe or in the US, it's so common to be like, you know what, I am now, the 30s is the new 20s, 40s <laughs> is the new 20s and they, they talk about how they improve. Right. Something that I noticed about how parents carry themselves affects their children. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember this amazing story where um, there, there is a, 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 a mom and dad walking their child in the park mm-hmm. and then some strangers stop this parent and say, oh, stop! Sc- sc- sorry, um, I noticed your child. This child looks so, so intelligent, looks so handsome. And then the parent, being Asian, not all Asian, but being Asian, they are a bit shy about compliment. And to become humble, they say the total opposite. My child, handsome. No, (laughs) not handsome. This one, stupid. Idiot, not smart. Out of the intention of not being not humble. Mm,
1: mm, mm.
0: But what they don't realize is the message that they send to their kids is like even mommy and daddy think that I'm not good enough. Yes, yes. else well, in the US, <laughs> it's a totally different thing. I've seen this firsthand. Uh, a parent walking the daughter in the park, mm-hmm. suddenly a stranger just walks by and says, wow, your daughter is beautiful. The mother looks at the stranger with a big smile and says, thank you, of course. Look at the mother, <laughs> the factory. <laughs> and, and, and they're so proud and the child accepts that and the child thinks, wow, mommy is so proud of me. Mm-hmm. The action gives that
1: kind of results. That, that's why um, we always see uh, I mean for decades already we see the westerners are able to speak so well yes. you know they are so fluent in their speaking yes. by asian many think they just hold back should I say should I not what, what about people laugh at me you know they have so much all this self
0: hesitation self doubt
1: exactly mm-hmm. so all this little action as you mentioned small action big impact mm-hmm. yeah but one thing is that the Asian may say okay we should we shouldn't put our own chants yep. you know. And uh you look look at the Westerners, they are just they don't have the, the basic values, mm. you know, they don't even respect their parents. Okay, so there is this uh argument. <laughs> Let's come to the moderation. Mm. How do we actually communicate in the uh better way? suggest this, you know, whenever we appraise child, mm-hmm. Asian, Asian, not really, <laughs>
0: they don't really do this. Oh boy, you got 98%, oh, what happened to okay, the so 2%? 10, exactly, uh,
1: exactly, I'll say for example, 50, you could have actually got 60, 60 you can actually aim for 70, that's so never ending, that's why Asians always think that I'm not enough, mm. I'm not good enough, mm. you see, but uh, on the other hand, on the contrary, side. Good job, well done. Even slightly little things, like, good job, good job, good job.
0: Rewarding mediocracy. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so we really need to come to the um, uh, middle, point. middle point.
0: The fine balance.
1: Correct. And how can we do that? Is through our communication technique. Very
0: good. I'm so happy you're talking about this right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a very powerful thing.
1: Because you know, whenever we want to acknowledge, I use the word acknowledge. Mm. Okay. Why? Because we. The what's the what's the whole purpose of us? Praising a person because we want that person to know that hey, you have done something great. Mm. Keep it up, all right. So that is the whole intention. Mm. But how do we uh, exemplify it? It's through the communication technique. Say if you want to praise someone, you want to acknowledge someone. You need to give that keyword. Mm. Say for example, you pick up the rubbish. Mm. Adrian said, yeah, you should actually pick up to clean the house. We do. We do not want this um, thing on the floor. Mm. Okay then. That's not acknowledgement at all. But rather, why not we change the way that? Wow, you are such a caring person. Why? Because of this action, Mummy can be carefree with the house cleanliness. Mm. Thank you. So with such, you see, you have that very specific word. What is that word? Caring.
0: caring. Mm.
1: Okay. You have a very specific evidence, which is picking up the rubbish. Mm. And what is the impact? It helps to alleviate mommy's burden Mm -hmm. to take care of the house. Mm -hmm. So the child is very clear that I should repeat this good action Mm
0: -hmm. with that
1: connection of caring and action with the behavior. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, a child's having good result. You know, well, get eight, good job, awesome, excellent, let's go for a meal, full stop rather if we change it to wow mommy really like your effort because of your effort because of the discipline you are able to get this result let's go for a meal
0: wow so if I were to break down that formula because that formula is a very important and powerful tool that you use in coaching Mm -hmm. and in parenting as well it's number one to put the ability to put an emotion in there Mm -hmm. the emotion that a lot of Asians are afraid to utilise or not know how to utilise it effectively Mm -hmm. and after having that emotion to also present it with an evidence from your personal point of view Mm -hmm. because sometimes the person doing it might not realise or be able to put words into it Mm -hmm. to give the perspective Mm -hmm. and I think giving that is being involved and by doing this simple process of putting an emotion, giving evidence Mm -hmm. and connecting, you're actually doing those three things. Mm -hmm. The communication to get connected the ability to let you feel like you're being understood and being heard and more importantly to feel loved, Mm -hmm. to be appreciated. It's a very powerful thing you can get all three by doing a very simple thing, by being observant Mm -hmm. because how amazing if it feels parents, if someone were to notice what you've done Mm -hmm. and they put an emotion to it by feeling, you know what, I'm like maybe your boss and uh, someone that's senior to you and say, you know what, I feel so honored to have the opportunity to see you take on the role as a new leader, and you've been able to handle these clients, handle these people, handle this, and because of that, I does I do not need to worry about the company anymore, and I can feel very safe that you will do it. Right. That that, that feeling is something that money cannot buy. No present that you can buy can ever give that emotion. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's so magical, that it's so powerful that parents can give to their kids. And if you want to, parents, if you want to know why is it that children love coaches like us so much, <laughs> it's because we use this day in and day out. Mm-hmm. And students tend to feel what they feel because of what we do. And we don't want this to be an internal secret. It should be done by everyone, because everyone deserves to feel this way. And and I hope you guys are taking notes. If you're not, rewind the video, go back to the back, play again, and get those three points. Mm -hmm. Put an emotion to a specific thing that has happened. Mm -hmm. Give evidence of what has happened. And then put yourself there. Be vulnerable and share what does that mean to you. Mm. That three simple steps can change your child's perspective. And it doesn't matter how young or how old they yes. are, it will be effective. Give them just be sincere and manage your tone, and, and still make it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's very powerful. And uh, I'm very happy that you share that because if I were to interview a lot of other people, there are a lot of people. This this particular information is a highly kept secret because this is something that changes everything. Why? Because it's something that's super powerful.
1: Mm.
0: I guess the reason why you're so open to share is because. You care
1: so much. I I think the very main reason is that being a coach for so many years, the students come to us once a week, one two hours, and we do our very best to build confidence Mm. and self-esteem. But the the time that they spend with parents, we grow the seed, and then the parents tarnish it. We grow, and then the parents destroy it. what? How can we expect uh, uh, this tree to grow and, and you know bloom or the flower bloom, flourishes? No, so I think it's very important as of what I mentioned just now. Yes, parents bring the income to the household. You allow the children to go to all these kind of platforms and give the responsibility to the educators. But if the parents can work hand We teach the skills and knowledge, and the parents have these communication skills. You don't need to know how to teach public speaking. You don't need to know how to teach piano. You don't need to know how to teach Taekwondo. But with such an acknowledgement communication technique, it's
0: enough I agree when you build the foundation when they're strong enough your child will be the one responsible to find that knowledge I'm a big believer of that that's the reason why when we created turbocharged learning it's all about giving them the skill but more importantly to build that confidence and self-esteem within themselves because when they have what they need for themselves Mm. internally they will be resourceful enough to find a way to get things done but the thing is We need to start somewhere. Mm. The reason why I'm so connected to Dr. Elaine is because when we first met and we started to work together, we both share a very important principle. We do not want to see our student forever. Mm. We don't. But for somehow reasons, we meet our students five, eight, ten years later, they will be stopping us on the street, (laughs) and they'll be so happy to see (laughs) us. And they say, oh my god, coach, is this your coach? Coach, I'm your student. And that makes us feel a bit old. (laughs) Uh, But it is that feeling because what we did with them many, many years ago, allowed them and their families to be independent, to not depend on people like us anymore. We do not want to see our students forever. Yes. One of our biggest goals is to get the students to not need us anymore, to be independent for themselves because Mm -hmm. this is the reality. If we can help you get your fundamentals right, you are set for life. Mm. You are set for life. We would rather see you less but see you grow rather than see you more and see you suffer. Mm -hmm. Ask any doctor. A real doctor would want you to never come into the hospital ever again. That's why they work so hard to save your life. Mm -hmm. And and that's something that I've learned to to embrace. And sometimes the things that I might say might be hurtful. And you've definitely been very sharp (laughs) telling the parents, like, will help? And then they burn it, (laughs) and then burn it. I can see why you're so direct, because by the end of the day, sometimes it's better to say something that might hurt your feelings, but it's true and it's important for you to hear. Because with that set of knowledge, when you have the right set of knowledge, awareness, you can do something about it. I would rather do something that's difficult, but it's right. I'd rather be honest and hurt someone's feeling rather than to lie and to make you just feel good and nothing change and that's one of the reasons why i'm so happy and so proud to call you my friend Uh, and i'm so excited to continue the journey of education with you dr elaine and um, you know what for those of you that would like to get to maybe ask dr elaine any questions it's very simple in the comment section below just put down questions over there and if we had enough questions we can actually pass those questions to dr elaine and maybe we can actually with those questions you were in her to actually come and have another sit down with us so we can actually answer those questions together, sure. You know, share more to you guys. So if you have any questions, remember to put a comment down there. And if you want to get in contact with Dr. Elaine, or you'd like to get a copy of a book, we have the Mandarin written version, or the English written version. Uh, links and details are all in the links below. Make sure you get connected. And um, if you have enjoyed what you have here today, what you've listened here today, and you feel it's good, remember to like it share it with people that you know this set of knowledge i think is not just for us it's for everyone out there and if you haven't already remember to subscribe and stay updated for the future videos dr Elaine, thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it so uh, any last words for the parents out there
1: well i always like to say this phrase when i conduct any courses seminars or even forums talks whereby Giving life to a child is not only giving birth, but to ignite the internal flame inside, from within, and thus advance humankind as a whole.
0: Wow. She she, she really does do that. (laughs) So parents, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I hope you find today's information very useful. See you guys in the next week. Till next time, stay awesome, stay happy. Bye!